eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge, powered by the almighty Sportsline. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We have a great show lined up for you this Saturday. But before we get to that, as always, let's take a look at how we did yesterday. And a strong night. Look at M squared coming through in the PGA Tour. BCU, Detroit took care of business. The side plays. Jay Smooth, we're going to get to this here in just a second. I know we had a tough one between Maryland and Nebraska last night. And both underdogs coming through. Columbia plus 15 and Richmond first half team total against VCU under 31. That was a fun little sweat there at the end. But, yeah, as uh, as Coach always says, that the maestro always says, all we can do is look forward to the next day. So let's bring in the stars of the show. And look at the guys, Micah Roberts, the sports book expert. How are we doing? We're doing excellent. Thanks for having me. And happy birthday, Nikola Djokic. There we go. Look, an early birthday shout out here. Jay Smooth. <laughs> All right. So we had a little uh, little showdown between you and the coach last night. You were on Nebraska's side. He was on Maryland's side. Maryland obviously took care of their business. How are you feeling this morning? Look, look, look. I'm never going to be excited about losing a showdown to coach, but we take our L's in stride. We're going to be on to the next. I still like that play. I probably would make it again today. Even, you know, it was just, it was a good play. I'm going to stick with it. I'm happy to pay up. I'd bet it again, but you want to know what? I'll get him next time. There we go. That's the attitude. Andrew Gompis, our stud inside of the octagon. We've got a lot of good fights today, my man. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Ready to uh, get into it. We've got UFC tonight. We've got Bellator. So gonna gonna have some fun. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have some fun. We got two different fights or <laughs> cards. Uh, we're gonna break those down at M squared from Nashville, Tennessee, about 91 floors above me as we speak. How we doing? Doing well, AB. Good to see you. Good to see the gang here. I like this little Saturday crew that we've been rolling with consistently. Uh, fired up. Looking forward to some more golf. Big weekend with the Daytona 500 and, of course, the MMA and a huge college basketball slate. It is. This is actually a great sports weekend. If anybody watched the Rising Stars Challenge in the NBA last night, that was something different. It was kind of fun. We've got the Skills Challenge tonight, dunk contest, three-point, and uh, M-squared, as you mentioned, PGA Tour round three today, round four tomorrow, plus the NBA All-Star Game, Daytona 500. We've got all kinds of stuff going down. So let's break down the – storylines that affect the betting lines for today and speaking of the daytona 500 micah i'm gonna throw it to you we are starting off the nascar season right with an awesome race 
Break it down. What should we be looking for? Yeah, 64 running uh, goes tomorrow. And as always, it's going to be a crapshoot. You're throwing darts to pick a number. I mean, there's no wrong bet until it loses. Literally 30 of the 40 cars can win. You just got to figure out which one it is. Now, during the duels on Thursday, practice on Wednesday, I saw that Ford was a little bit better in the draft. And the reason is because the new car has a bumper and the front end, they lock in together. They're flat. So the aerodynamics of four of them together is so much faster than six to eight Toyotas and Chevys mixed up. And there will be team battles here. But that's what I'm going, and that's just what I want to talk about because I had some um, – I didn't know what to expect out of the new car. I don't know if it's side drafts. I don't know what it does. But when those four cars got out front, nobody could catch them. And that was unusual for uh, super speedway racing where you we've been seeing interchangeable, lots of lead changes. I think this race might actually be boring. It's just picking the right guy that's going to be in the front of the boring race with a lot of different packs all over the uh, – uh, track. So w- when I saw that difference, uh, difference from the four gar- cars gained two seconds on seven she- uh, Chevys and Toyotas, that was kind of when I said, it's time to play Ryan Newman, Joey Logano, time to play Ford, under on some of the Fords. And that's all I got, guys. Good luck tomorrow. I like it. I also like, you know, wagering in terms of who's the most boring out in front, right? Like, I think that should be a t shirt there. Jay Smooth. <laughs> Talk to us. We have got a massive slate of college basketball today, right? And I believe that you've put together a nice little kind of watch schedule for us this afternoon with some Chick-fil-A nuggets of the day, man. What do you got? Look, A.B., I know you're a little busy on the ones and twos today. Can't be bringing the nuggets and running the show. But, yeah, I thought I would just sort of break down how I'm watching some of these big games to start the day and what I'm looking for. So just the big five to get the day started. You're going to tip off at noon with Illinois, Mich State. What a good one. Both teams kind of struggling against the spread, but Michigan State 14-2 and two straight up in their last 16 at home. For So look for them to maybe continue some good home play. 30 minutes after, we're going to see Texas Tech and Texas tip. This is a crazy game. Tech Tech is 3-17 and 17 in their last 20 games on the road against Texas. So this is a rivalry and a point where Texas has actually done well. But Texas Tech on fire, 8-1, and one, their last nine against the spread. So watch out for them to keep rolling. Going to be an interesting one there. I'm going to have those on at the same time. Then the 2 o'clock hour is going to hit. We're going to go to Auburn, Florida. I tweeted this little nugget last night but Auburn's had some trouble in Florida 0-13 there in their last 13 games when traveling to Florida but it's a different team this year we've seen Auburn's pretty nasty they're hot I think that they uh they probably keep it rolling 10-3-1 ATS their last uh 14 against the SEC. Then finally, we're going to end it off at this 2.30 hour with OSU Iowa hosting. Iowa is OSU. They're 11-0 in their last 11 games at home. So another really strong home team on this Saturday. I think they'll definitely get that win. And then lastly, Tennessee, Arkansas, uh, not this. No, it's a crazy game. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Tennessee 0-6 straight up in their last six games and playing on the road against Arkansas. So Arkansas has had their number here, but this is probably the game of the day. And if you really need something to go with it at 4 p.m., I like that UAB North Texas game. Should be a fun matchup there, too. You know, Jay Smooth, you were talking about, uh, you know, quote unquote, the things that I were doing over here. Let me say, anybody who's a little surprised by the background, um, yeah, I was throwing a football in the house last night like it's a frat house and uh, busted some lights over here uh, where we're at in our normal spot. So, yeah, we're going with the white background, at least for now. 
hopefully we should be good. And you're right. That Tennessee and Arkansas game is going to be fantastic, man. Bud Walton is good. Yeah, Bud Walton is going to be jumping. Tennessee's won eight straight in the conference, but I mean, a lot of those are at home, and you feel like at some point, like that's got to flip. So, yeah, it's going to be a really fun game. All right. Gabas, talk to me, buddy. We have got two different cards. All right. Bellator, what is it? Bellator 274 yep. and then UFC Fight Night. Both of those are tonight, correct? So, break yes, down. Sir. You don't have to give your picks yet. Yeah, we'll get into picks here in just a minute. But break down what we have in regards to both cards. What should we be looking for? What do we need to know? Yeah, so we've got two cards going at the same time tonight. We have UFC Vegas 48, which was supposed to be headlined by Rafael Dos Anjos versus Rafael Fazayev. Um, that fight got pushed back to a later date because Fazayev was having visa issues. So Johnny Walker versus Jamal Hill is going to be the main event um, for UFC. Then on the Bellator side, we have a really fun main event. Neiman Gracie, you probably recognize that last name. Uh, the Gracie family pretty much invented MMA. He's taking on Logan Storley, super accomplished wrestler in Bellator. Um, that's a really big fight at 170 pounds. Actually, Bellator's first five-round non-title fight main event. So going to make a little history tonight. So looking forward to both those cards and got plenty of bets for both of them. Yeah, I can't wait. Both of them are going to be super exciting. Uh, Jason Herod says in the chat in regards to throwing a football in the house, can't be doing that in the janitor's closet. That's what the penthouses are for, right, M squared? Uh-huh. Yeah, let me say, yeah. Mikey's got definitely a much better setup to be throwing the football around, or he ought to be throwing a tennis ball off of the balcony. Now, I come to you, M squared. We're at round three the the uh, PGA Tour, the Genesis Invitational. What do we need to know? What are we looking for? What are we looking at? Yeah, so if you followed the last few days, and anytime we do golf, one thing I like to look at a lot in tournament is we look at live strokes gain data, and I want to separate tee to green and putting. And I'm looking for players who have performed very well in terms of strokes gain tee to green, and then maybe have either over or underperformed on the putting greens. Joaquin Neiman, Justin Thomas have been the two best golfers consistently in the field, especially Justin Thomas in terms of replicating the success that we've seen. Everything that he is showing out there is truly sustainable. Now, what I want to talk about, though, there are three players who are gaining a lot of strokes tee to green while being negative on the putting greens. Still got them at the top of the leaderboard. If they can figure something out on the putting greens, look out. Those three players are Russell Knox, Max Homa, and Cameron Smith. What's interesting about these three, two of them rate around 100th or worse in terms of strokes game putting. So this is to be expected. That's Russell Knox, Max Homa. Cam Smith is a top 10 putter on tour for the last two years. He is losing strokes on the putting green so far while gaining a lot tee to green. If he can figure anything out, he is someone I have my eyes on to go low today in round three. Mikey, I got to give you a shout out real quick. Yesterday on Twitter, about three o'clock or so central, uh, we were all talking some college baseball with uh, the you know the the opening weekend starting yesterday, and someone on Twitter asked Mikey in regards to getting the first air density report of the season right in Knoxville, where Tennessee was playing Georgia Southern. Mikey responds, puts the numbers out there, says, "Look, it's going to be basically a pitcher's dream." Tennessee goes out. You know how many runs Tennessee gave up? Zero. Well done, Mikey. The air density report is hitting strong already. Nice job on that. All right, Mike, you know it's your show, buddy. So we're coming right back to you with picks. You know what, everybody? I'm feeling it this morning. Let's give it how coach would do it. You know the drill, son. Give it to me. Very nice, AB. Uh, So let's talk about Cam Smith, the guy that I just mentioned. I'm 
him in a head-to-head matchup, minus 115 against Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland, just like Xander Shoffley yesterday, someone who can easily go low at any moment, not a comfortable player to bet against. However, he's minus seven so far in this tournament. He gained all seven of those strokes yesterday while having a great putting performance. He's not someone who's known for the flat stick. The problem is, is he's not gaining strokes in other areas where he normally would. He hasn't been great since coming back to the United States. Uh, Yes, he's very. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Very good player. If you followed on Sportsline, someone that I have bet on consistently. However, this spot for Cam Smith, who I have an outright on in the tournament, I love what we're seeing from Cam Smith. The putting is something that come back for him relatively easily here, especially as the greens get a little firm, get a little faster here in the weekend. But I love this number at minus 115. I make it closer to minus 150 against Victor Hovland, who I think is due for a round to be not quite as good as yesterday because I'm not expecting him to gain two, three, four strokes on the putting surfaces. There we go. Now, moving from the PGA Tour to Bellator to UFC, Gabbas, you've got a lot of plays, and I'm going to put up a graphic of your picks while you break those down. And everybody understand, these are two different events that we're looking at. If you could start with Bellator and then move your way into UFC Fight Night tonight. Yeah, so ye- yesterday gave uh, gave away uh, Mandel Nalo, minus 160, Neiman Gracie, minus 155 on Twitter. Um, so follow Sportsline on Twitter if you don't already. Just to reiterate, um, Gracie, elite jiu-jitsu, fighting Logan Storley, who's a stud wrestler, um, over five rounds. Neiman's the bigger guy. Storley pretty much has to fight the perfect fight to get a win here. Every time he takes Gracie to the mat, it's going to be dangerous, um, and I don't think he's going to be able to fight that perfect fight. I like Neiman Gracie. Mandel Nalo taking on Nick Brown. Mandel's a much better striker here. Um, he gets very positive reviews coming out of that TriStar camp. I actually talked to one of my friends who fights out of TriStar. said Mandel is the best striker in that entire gym. So a lot of people very high on him. Um, moving into UFC, we got Johnny Walker taking on Jamal Hill in the main event. Um, Jamal Hill used to being the bigger guy in his fights. Johnny Walker, probably the biggest 205 pounder in the division. So this is his first, his first time, not only taking on someone the same size as him, but taking on someone who's even bigger than him. Um, I like this plus number on Johnny Walker. He's tough to cover that price tag against, um, considering Jamal Hill doesn't have that grappling path. Next up, we got Mark Striegel. Um, he is taking on a guy who's coming off a very long layoff in Chaz Skelly. Chaz Skelly's 36 years old. He hasn't fought in three years. Um, this is probably going to be a grappling-heavy affair. I like that big number on Striegel. Next up, Jesse Strader versus Chad and Halliger. The theme of this card, a lot of high-variance matchups, so really steering into the variance here with Jesse Strader. I think this is more of a 50-50 fight. Strader got thrown to the Wolves against Montel Jackson in his first UFC fight. Really tough ask, um, but he looked pretty good before before getting finished. So I like Strader here. And then Gabriel Benitez is taking on um, 
a, a guy who made his UFC debut on short notice. Um, that's David Onama, who fought Mason Jones, again, on short notice, up a weight class. Looks pretty good, all things considered, but still took a pretty dominant loss. A lot of people are high on him after that performance. I think this is a pretty good buy-down spot on Gabriel Benitez. I make him the favorite. So at plus 150, it's a no-brainer. And lastly, we're going to throw a parlay in there between Bellator and UFC. So Kyle Dawkins is fighting against Jamie Pickett. That is at a 195-pound catchweight in the UFC. And the second leg of that is going to be Isaiah Hokett, which is a Bellator fight. So we're going to combine those two together. Two pretty solid favorites, but when you buy it down, you can get it minus 132. I think both of them will dominate bell to bell. And um, hopefully we have a big night. I think we will be. And I love that you've got some nice upset picks right there on the card, plus a nice parlay, too. Fantastic. All right, Micah Roberts, coming to you. One play today, big game, fun game, and a low number, surprisingly. Break it down. What do you got for us? Yeah, I came to this game originally looking. I had it circled uh, yesterday and just to investigate Florida a little bit. I was like, you know, maybe I'll take a look at the home team here. Auburn's running so well. Maybe they can get them the crowd involved and everything. And I'm like, well, hold on. They're, they played below their rating their last five games. I've not covered any of them. Lost their last two. They don't shoot very well. They don't defend very well. They're okay. And I'm looking at, uh, you know, this Auburn side, and everything is driven by their defense. Defense travels well. 38% shooting allowed by that defense. Number one in the nation with 8.5 block shots, which is two more than any school in the nation. And it's all led by Walker Kessler, 4.7 blocks per game. That to me, I mean, those type of numbers, that's 84, 85 Georgetown type numbers, just suffocating teams. And that's what they do. They can get away with having an off night and they don't, they're not great shooting team, only 44%. So it's just uh, a team that is playing below their rating right now at home and the home edge is not as much as it would be against a team that is at their level or their rating. This is a much better Auburn team, probably should be about six. So I feel like I'm getting decent value with the much better team, with the much better defense that always brings it. And they'll be up for this game. You know, you see them kind of against Missouri and Georgia kind of, you know, uh, lay down a little bit, not be that excited. They'll be excited for this game. They've only lost one game on the road. So that's the play, Auburn minus four. I'll tell you what, we played Auburn minus 13 earlier in the week against uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt started out 11-0, right? Like, legitimately, they were up 11-0 to start that game. And Auburn was like, nah, we're good. We got this. They they cut that deficit like that, and it ended up covered. It was really nice. So, I'm with you, man. This Auburn team, they could put up points yeah. in a hurry. And they were shooting lights out, man. They're a really fun team to watch. All right, Jay Smooth, look, you know when I'm hosting the show, I've always got you in the maestro spot because you're my guy. But also – you know what? You went head-to-head with Coach and basically the entire show last night. You know what you did? You showed up this morning. You were coming back, ready for more. Shoot or shoot. So you're in the spot today, buddy. What do you got? Thank you, A.B. What was I going to do, guys? Oh, my camera's out of focus. I'm sorry. I, let's see if I can fix that really quick. You're fine. Go. You're good. Um, but, yeah, no, what was I going to do? Not show up. I'm always going to be here. Take a loss. We're back the next day. But let's get it started. I got two plays today. The first one's going to be a straight pick. Full unit on St. Bonaventure, minus 14 and a half. You can still find that line out there. I do know that some books have moved to 15, but they're playing Duquesne. If you've been watching, paying attention, Duquesne's on a terrible streak. They've won a single game in 
in 2022, and that was the first game of the year against UMass, and they have dropped all 10 games since, only covering two of those 10. So I think that they're probably going to have some trouble against this Bonaventure team that is clearly going through a resurgence after that back-to-back win versus St. Louis. They have looked pretty good. They covered for us a couple times this week. So I'm going to keep going to them. I'm going to keep fading Duquesne. It really looks like they've kind of quit on the year. I don't think this is too big of a spread for this team. They have beat Duquesne on their own floor by 14 and 15 points in the last two meetings there. But this is a kind of a team that's given up. So I do think they'll get it past 15 and we'll cover the number at 14 and a half. 15 should be fine as well. Not really taking a loss condition there. So fine with it. And then my next pick, I uh, teased it last night on Twitter. I'm dropping a money line parlay on some of those big games. We're only going to risk I know, right? I barely ever do parlays. I'm really a straight picks guy, but this has a lot of value and I'll tell you why. So we're going to take teams that I like to actually cover their spreads because there's an edge on the number, but I think that edge might be better protected with the money lines. They're a little bit steep because I'm taking some of these big favorites, but Let's just get to which teams I'm taking. It's going to be Kentucky. It's going to be Auburn and it's going to be Kansas. If you string these three together, you should be able to find it around plus 220 plus 230. Some of them are falling. So I would go get it while you can, especially with people like Micah taking Auburn. It's a good pick. I like this. You should be able to get a full unit if when we win this parlay. I like you go with a parlay and also give it a shout out to Micah, who's dropping big money on Auburn. Going to move that line up himself. I like it. That's fantastic. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. And it does look glorious. There we go. I was worried it wasn't going to come up there. M squared on Cameron Smith minus 115 today against Victor Hovland. Round three of the Genesis Invitational. Micah Roberts is on Auburn minus four. Jay Smooth, St. Bonaventure minus 14 and a half. A half unit parlay going Kansas money line, Auburn money line, Kentucky money line. A nice plus 234 right there. Site play. We're going to go Florida International at a pick. And I realize now that I didn't give that out. So we can hit it here real quickly. Florida International's covered three of its last five. They are 58% against the spread at home. Rice, 14% against the spread on, dude, just not good on the road at all 14 percent. so we're gonna go florida international on the pick there and then the two-piece today we're gonna go plus 161 davidson money line virginia tech money line a nice humble two-piece today pays out nicely all we need are two wins and we can get it so you know what i believe in the chat someone said and referred to me as a great value coach after my impression of him earlier in the show so you know what we're going to give you another great value here. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all these tickets straight to the pay window for M squared, Andrew Gombas, Micah Roberts, Jay smooth, the machine and the jeweler who puts it all together behind the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have your marching orders. Let's cash some tickets and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Everybody. Good luck. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time. 
just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. <laughs> 